If you're trying to cut or lean down or anything like that, you, protein is your friend. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. I am Megan Hardy, the founder of Fitness Uncharted, and this is where we talk about mindset and tactics that are going to help you guys to build muscle, lose body fat, improve your health, and leave you feeling really freaking good, confident, and empowered. I'm your host, Megan Hardy, and welcome to episode number four. This is the episode we are talking about protein, and this is the macronutrient that is going to get you quote unquote toned. And I have to say, I don't really even like the word toned. Um, and you know what that really even means. Let's break that down. And hence why I don't really like it. Toned is just a girly way of saying building muscle because what has to happen when we say toned, what we really mean is that we have enough muscle that's going to show through the surface of our skin. So in order to make that happen, you have to build muscle. And I think as women, oftentimes we are just so concerned with not getting quote unquote bulky that we're like, oh no, I just want to get toned. But it's like, what does that even mean? Guys, that means building muscle. So that's probably another rant for another day. But I want to kind of address what protein, who protein is for and what the kind of general idea around protein often tends to be in like the gin pop culture and kind of put your, your mind to ease. So protein is not just for bodybuilders or people working out. Um, a lot of times we think, or I even have women ask me like, if I'm not working out as much, do I still need protein? I'm like, yes, you do. And protein is not just for bodybuilders. So actually, actually, like if you are going into a cut or you're trying to lose more body fat or body weight, you actually probably want higher protein than someone who say is trying to do a bulk and is trying to put on more mass and more size. They might want to do like moderate protein and then like much higher carb to put on more size. So like you actually, if you're trying to cut or lean down or anything like that, you protein is your friend. And also you need protein, whether or not you are working out, this is not a workout specific food or macronutrient. So, and as we age you guys, so especially speaking to my perimenopause, menopause women, like as we're aging, we actually need more protein to meet demands. So that's to help us build and maintain muscle mass. So we actually might need more protein than what we think. So I want to kind of share with you what two really great reasons are for consuming more protein. Why protein is so great, part one and part two. Part one is TEF. Protein has high, higher TEF, and that is thermic effect of food because your body actually has to work harder to break it down and you burn more calories in the digestion process. So simply by consuming more protein, you are burning more calories for an example. So protein, when you consume protein, and of course this is going to vary, this is not exact numbers because this will vary depending on the type of protein or type of carb or fat you're eating. But depending on the protein, you might burn 20 to 30% of those calories simply by eating it and digesting it versus carbs. You're going to burn maybe around five to 10% of those calories in that digestion process. And then fats like zero to 3% somewhere in there. 
So what you can think is for every 100 calories of protein that you're consuming, you could actually burn up to 30 calories just by digesting it. And then that would leave you left over with just 70 usable calories. So literally, you guys, simply by consuming more protein, you're actually burning more of that right out of the gate and less of it is going to be left around to be stored as fat later. So that's one amazing thing about protein. Kind of cool, especially again, if you're someone who is like on a cut or trying to make the most of your calories, like this is a pretty cool way to do it. So literally take two people who are consuming the same amount of calories, but there one is consuming more protein and one is consuming less protein. The person who is consuming more protein can actually get better weight loss or fat loss results because they're burning more of those calories just by consuming the protein. So that's pretty cool. I think anyway. Uh, and then part two. So why protein is so great. Part two, that is building muscle. So like, I honestly think that the thermic effect of food is like the least interesting part about protein, because at the end of the day, let's not just call it all calories. Like there's much more to it than just like how many calories are we consuming? How many calories are we expending? So even better than that, protein helps your body to build muscle. You can be doing like all the right things in the gym, in your workouts, you know, you can be busting your butt, but if you're not filling your body properly, then you won't be able to build muscle. You're not going to, even if you are strength training or doing those proper things for that muscle building, if you're not fueling yourself with enough protein, then you're not gonna be able to build the muscle. You need protein and carbohydrates for building muscle. And most women or, or actually really most people, I would say are like grossly under consuming protein. And you want to aim for like a goal, a good goal would be somewhere between 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of goal body weight. So you could think for instance, if you are, if your goal is to be 150 pounds, then you want about 150 grams of protein per day to make that happen. So you would aim for 150 grams of protein if that's your goal body weight. But what you might see if you're looking at like the recommended daily allowance, like from the Department of Health, they you might see something like, oh, the recommended daily allowance is just like 50 grams of protein. And you're like, wait, isn't that like way too much protein? Or that's super high protein, 150 grams, what? Well, guys, there's a big difference between the minimum for your health and optimal. So what like the Department of Health and that recommended daily allowance with 50 grams, it's actually just about like 46 grams of protein for women is like the recommendation, which is crazy to me. But that is like minimum, like we need protein for like all of our bodily functions for our hair, skin, nails, all of it. Like we need, we need protein just like we need carbs and fats. But this is not looking at optimal health. This is not looking at optimal body composition. This is not looking at optimal muscle building. This is just looking at that minimum. So even when you get your labs done at the doctor, like you want to look at what like that normal range is versus like the optimal range or the functional range. Like we don't want to just stick with the normal range. We want to know, cause that's kind of like looking at averages of like health across across people. We want to know what is the optimal range? Where do we want to be? So there's a big, big difference there. And another concern that I hear oftentimes with protein is, you know, especially for people who have looked into eating more protein. One concern is like maybe even kidney function. And of course you can always talk with your doctor 
first. And, you know, if you're concerned about anything like that, this is not medical advice or whatnot, but you can always have that conversation with them. But for most people, you don't have to be concerned about eating too much protein. The main concern that would be here is for those with something like kidney disease, just like you are, and I would say these people are like that one subset that may want to do lower protein. That's just because of the condition that they have and the condition that their kidneys are already in. But this is not because protein is bad or dangerous. Just like you're not going to tell a person with like a broken ankle to go for a run, even though running can be healthy, right? It may not be the in the best interest for someone with kidney disease to consume more protein and to tax their kidneys more. So again, like running, not not a bad thing. That's a healthy thing, right? We can burn calories and lose weight and whatever and improve our cardiovascular health, but you're not going to tell someone with a broken ankle or broken foot to go for a run. Same kind of thing for protein and like the kidneys. So for the normal person with healthy functioning kidneys, you don't really have to worry about that. So as with anything, there are nuances here, but for the large majority of people, you do not have to be concerned with quote unquote, eating too much protein. Like for the majority of gen pop, it's going to be really, really hard to eat too much. I would say most of us have a hard time even eating what is optimal, much less eating what would be dangerous levels of protein. So we'll leave that there. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you are getting so much value out of it. If you are enjoying it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you get notified when future episodes are released. And that'll also help others hear the show who really need to hear it. So what I want you guys to do in conclusion to protein, so it's going to help you with building muscle. It's going to help. And if you're building more muscle, you're going to increase your metabolism. You're going to look more toned if you have more muscle mass. So what I want you to do is I want you to start your day with a high protein breakfast, start the day right off with, I mean, make it your highest protein meal of the day. Like try to get 50 or 60 plus grams of protein in right then and there at breakfast. What that's going to help you do is that's also going to help you to not be playing catch up at the end of the day. So I often find people are like, oh my gosh, it's 9 PM and I still have 90 grams of protein to eat. Well, starting with a high protein breakfast is going to start your day off like ahead of the game. So start there. Also, you've gone overnight without eating. So this is a great time to replenish those stores, feed your body with more protein. And also one, another tip would be to break up your protein by meals. So for instance, let's say you're the 150 pound person that is aiming to have 150 grams of protein per day. Let's say you're having three meals, then that means that you need 50 grams of protein at each meal. So whatever your protein goal is, split it up based off of how many meals that you plan on eating that day, meals and snacks. And then that way you can ensure as each meal and snack is going along during the day that you can hit it. So another example would be that same 150 grams or 150 pound person. You might be having three meals and two snacks. So if you're doing that, then you would only need 30 grams of protein because 30 times five is 150 grams. So you would only need 30 grams of protein at each of those meals and snacks to be able to get that in. So another tip, I would say, try to get at least 25 to 30 grams of protein at each meal or snack to that's going to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. 
AKA building muscle. So you need enough of those complete proteins to, to initiate that muscle building process. So that's where I would say, you know, instead of going like, okay, I'll get five grams of protein here, you know, eight grams of protein at this snack, whatnot, all of those things do add up and will, but try to make sure that you're at least getting 25 to 30 grams of protein at each meal. Also try to get your protein from mostly whole foods and do not be afraid of animal products. We'll probably have another conversation another day about vegetarian versus vegan versus regular diet, um, eating animal products, um, and meats, but, um, that'll be a conversation for another day. It is possible to hit your protein needs with a vegetarian or vegan diet. You just have to be more strategic. So we have plenty of clients who make this happen because for whatever reason they have moral or whatnot, you know, don't want to eat animal products or meats. You can definitely make it happen. Um, but, I will say there's a lot of benefits and a like a lot of micronutrient benefits of having animal products, including red meats. So I know there's a whole lot of like back and forth in the health nutrition world about this topic. So again, we can probably address that on another day, but do not be afraid of animal products. They can't have a lot of benefits. I would just try to stick with, you know, the pasture raised grass fed options as much as possible. So as much as you can, but even then at the end of the day, don't worry too much. Just start guys with trying to hit your protein goal. That's what we're focused on right now. And then another tip would be just to use supplements like protein shakes or protein bars. Use those sparingly just to fill in the gaps. Like I would try to limit those to one or two per day max. So, you know, and for me, I try to really limit the protein bars, especially because they often can be pumped with a lot of extra crap. Um, I try to limit those just when I'm traveling. And then I use a cleaner protein powder, like once a day in my morning oats. So I used to do like a morning protein and fruit smoothie. Now I do it like an oats and protein cup in the morning. And I will use at least one serving of that some days it is two per day, but try to limit that and really get the bulk of your protein from whole food sources. Um, and then last but not least would be to start tracking your food to see how much protein you're getting or not getting. This is very eye-opening. So this is where just track your food for a week, see what you're currently having. And then you might find that you're the person that's barely getting those like 46 grams of protein. That is that minimum, you know, recommended daily allowance. And you might actually be doing yourself a disservice by not getting more protein in to help you reach your fat loss and muscle building and body composition goals. So start tracking your food, just see to see how much protein you're getting in or not. And then you can set your goal based off of that. Also, you don't have to jump right up to that ideal range. So say you're someone who your goal weight, again, we'll stick with the 150 pound person. Your goal weight is 150 pounds. You realize you're only getting 40 some grams of protein in per day. Don't feel like you have to jump right up to 150 grams of protein. You can work your way up because you're probably going to feel guys really super full if you do that all in one fell swoop. Because the other beautiful thing about protein is that it makes you feel very full. So this is another really great thing if you are in a calorie deficit or a cut because protein can fill you up more. Um, protein and fiber are your best friends, especially during a cut. But, um, with that being said, if you're someone who is not used to having that much protein, you will probably feel very bloated and gaseous and like kind of uncomfortable because you will be so full if you jump 
too high, too fast. So you can ease yourself into it, slowly build up your protein over a few weeks, and then you won't hardly even notice it. You just have to be diligent about getting that protein in. So I hope that was helpful on the protein topic. We will dive more into that in future episodes um, and get more into that nitty gritty. But I wanted to give you guys just an overview of protein and why it's going to help you so much with your fat loss, muscle building, and quote unquote, toning up efforts. And Hey, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, take a screenshot, share it on social media and tag me at fitness uncharted. I would love just to see who's listening and I'll give you guys a shout out too. Um, and then also thanks guys for just joining me on this episode and I will catch you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the muscle makeover. I hope you're getting so much value out of it. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and share this podcast so we can reach more people and impact more lives. Also, take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your stories, and tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have a question or comment about the show, feel free to message me. My social media handles are in the show notes. Make it an amazing day, you guys, and remember, you are loved and you are worthy just as you are.